0: Oh <laughs>
1: Good morning welcome back to the second hour of love babs love talk on babs rolls ivy i got the hamden delegation in the house this morning good morning hamden democrats
0: good
2: <laughs> mayor, morning. Law-
1: mayor-, mayor lauren garrett and uh uh town
0: clerk karima mickens how are y'all great today thank you for having us
2: doing well oh. excited for tomorrow
0: i know all right so
1: all right. So what's it like? You had a rally yesterday, which I couldn't make. I'm so sorry, but I was there in spirit. So what's the mood like? How are you feeling?
2: I feel good. We've been rallying every day. Um, I had to rally this morning. I'm a little tired. So <laughs> I I feel good. The, um, you know, the energy on the doors is really good. I had someone tell me yesterday that she's going to vote so hard in this election. So um, it, it feels good out there. So uh, do you feel Do you
1: feel like Hamden is in a much better place uh,
2: uh, since you came into office? Absolutely. Um, We have improved bond ratings. We have a fund balance now. We have $30 million in grants so that we can improve our infrastructure and do some really good work. Um, We have, we've been paving roads, putting in sidewalks. We're we're doing the meat and potato stuff that really matters to people.
1: I love it. And and you have a, a budding uh, arts community that is becoming quite the destination, Hamden, for arts Absolutely, and art expression. Yeah.
2: Karima's been doing so much work on that end and it's beautiful, um, bringing so much vibrancy into Hamden. And um, we have some really great artists right here in Hamden. And I love that Karima's been showcasing them so much.
1: I think so. So, so t- tell me about some of the
2: things that's going on. So you got a new police chief. Right. Yeah, new police chief. Um, it took us a little while, but we got there. I um, I put together a police chief search committee, and I wanted to make sure that we really heard from the community and went through this process of finding the best candidate. And so we uh, we just hired um, Edward Page Reynolds. Um, he is from Hamden, went to Hamden High School, and then worked in New Haven for uh, several years before um, going out to a couple of different states um and being a police chief in, in different communities. Um, so he came back to Hamden and um, he's, he's very excited to be here and we're excited to have him.
1: I love that. That's a good story right there. That's what you want to see when people come back to to their roots. So Karima, you 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 became town clerk. And uh, town clerk is like, I I would say, the front door to all city government, right? Like, (laughs) you need to know something, you go to town clerk, you need a permit, a marriage license, you need all kinds of stuff. You started the town clerk's office. How has that experience been for you?
0: Um, It's been great. Um, I always joke around and I say when I uh, the first time I walked into the town clerk's office, and I, I, you know, I had a look at the location. I was like, whoa, there's so much paper everywhere. Oh my goodness, coming from corporate where there's like no paper and then coming to town government where there is a lot of paper. Um, it was, uh, it was like, you know, I you know, looked and was like, oh my goodness. Um, but what it did is it gave me um, hope because I remember when I was, when I first started working in corporate, I was in at Verizon with Bell Atlantic at the time and how much, paper there was then and then to see where we were able you know to 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 go from there and so and 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 there's two sides to this coin because coming from corporate you think oh you don't need as much paper you know technology is the way to go i 100 believe in technology but let me just tell you the importance of those documents <laughs> and the, listen when things happen you realize how important it is to have that actual you know um a document that, you know, the real documentation. Um, And it's so those permanent records. So you really realize how important it is. So I get to see both sides of the coin. Cause first when I came in, I was like, oh yeah, we're, we're going to automate and automate. And it's like, yes, let's do that. But let us not forget the importance of maintaining those permanent records. Oh my so I gosh. love it. It's been, a, it's been a great, it's been a great journey from, you know, dealing with permanent records, uh, dealing with the people. Um, like you said, we, from a town clerk's perspective, you're dealing with from birth to death, right? From the moment that new citizens are born into, um, Hamden to when they leave us. Right. So my team takes care of that. Um, as well as some of the happiest days of people's lives when they're getting married. Right. So we take care of the copies and, um, give you the originals for that. And, um, one of the things that we did uh, last year was we automated a process where you can get your um, birth certificates and marriage licenses and death certificates, copies of them online. So before you had to come into the office and do it, you still can. It's based on preference, but it's available to you if if you want.
1: Oh, that's good. Wow. Pro- look at that. Progress already. Already. All right. So tell me about the Democratic team that y'all assembled because i saw the picture i love this picture that y'all took tell me about this team and and is this the team that you rolled in with is this the same team
2: so we have um if you look at mayor town clerk and council at large it's all women and it's it's pretty amazing. We have district candidates. So nine different districts in Hamden and, um, uh, Paula's coming on in a minute and she's from the sixth district. Um, Adrian Weber is in the seventh district. We have, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of diversity throughout our entire slate. So we came in with diversity and a couple people have, um, decided not to run for reelection. And so we have some people, um, coming in for their first term, um, this, this fall. So, um, that's really exciting. Tasha Hunt is new to, um, to the legislative council running at large. Um, so it's, it's an amazing team and I'm really excited for the next two years. I love
1: it. So when you're out there knocking on doors and, 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 uh, and running for office requires that what are you hearing from people what what issues are still looming large that you'd like to you know tackle the second time around
2: well, it really is a lot of the, you know what's right in front of them. They need their sidewalk fixed. They need their road paved. Um, a lot of mismanagement of the past also means that there hasn't been um, investment in infrastructure. And so we need to get that going. Um, we've done a lot of road paving and sidewalks over the last two years. But um, when you look at sidewalks, we have $20 million worth of work to do and it's just going to take us years to get through all of those lists. So um, just continuing every day to tackle it and making sure that we're funding our infrastructure, because when you don't fund infrastructure, it just gets worse. Mm. And it means that you're going to have to spend more money down the road. So, um, you know, aside from Um, you know, making sure that roads and sidewalks are taken care of. Um, People really care about taxes. And that's something that we are just, we have to pay down our debt. We have to pay down our liabilities. So the way that I explain our taxes is if you put your bills on a credit card and then you didn't pay that, that credit card in full, instead you just paid the minimum payment Um, what you would owe down the road is going to be astronomical. And so that's essentially what Hamden did for a while. Paying the minimum payment has meant that now we have to pay more for what was borrowed before. Um, We're paying more for it now. And so um, our taxes, I believe, are stabilized at this point. And in a few years, they'll come down. Um, but we do have to make sure we're not passing this debt on to our children mm. And I so, also hear oh ahead. sorry go ahead no no what else do you hear? All right I also hear about crime um so ah. yep so you know people are um they hear a lot about crime and um you know have cars stolen, that kind of thing. Um, but Hamden really, is on trend with what we're seeing throughout the state, where um, you see certain crime coming down and then some property crime increasing. And so we uh, have gotten a grant from the state of Connecticut to add some deterrent patrols for stolen motor vehicles. Um, But, you know, this is something where, you know, we're going to see Hamden follow state and national trends. And Connecticut is a safe place to live. We are in much better shape than many other places in the country. And Hamden is a great place to live. We see some crime happening, um, but it's it's a lot better than it was in the 90s. And we're we're addressing crime in in a lot of different ways. We're making sure that police are visible, but we're also looking to make sure that we're taking care of people, that we're providing more affordable housing, that we are making sure that people know about the different food resources that we have. Um, you know, it's important to me and to our team that um, we take care of people and that when people have what they need to live to survive, we'll see crime decrease.
1: Mm. So talk to me about the economic situation in, 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 uh, in hands. how do you, how do you grow that? How do you develop that? You know, I mean, we all know the Hamden Plaza, and we all know, you know, all that, that whole Dixwell drag, but, but there's other pockets of Hamden that have um, uh, retail spaces, business spaces. Talk a little bit about the overall picture of economic development in Hamden.
2: Sure. So economic development um, is one of the major ways that we can impact taxes in Hamden. And so we have done a lot of work to make sure that it's easier to open up a business in Hamden. And that means that we're taking a look at our zoning regulations. We've changed our zoning regulations and our transportation zones to make them less restrictive. So it's easier to start up a business. Um, And we have more zoning regulations to change, but it takes a lot of time. And so we started with the most important areas first um, with the transportation zones. Those are your major routes along Whitney, Dixwell Avenue. Um, And so we'll get to the other zoning uh, regulations soon, but that was the most important to tackle. We're also um, trying to make sure that when businesses are opening up that the permitting process for the building permits is smooth and quick. We don't want people to take a lot of time waiting for permits to get approved. So those permits get approved within 48 hours in our building department. So we've done that work to make sure that it's faster to open up a business, um, but we've got a lot of excellent businesses coming to Hamden. So full stack modular, Uh, move their global headquarters into Hamden the Haven beer company at the corner of um, Whitney and Dixwell Avenue is going to open up next month we have awesome (laughs) businesses coming to Hamden and it's so exciting um I've cut ribbons at 30 40 (laughs) locations um and, and it's cool to be able to go out to the different small businesses and congratulate them and um, and promote them. So there's a lot of great stuff happening in Hamden.
1: I love it. I love it. So Karima, were you surprised at the way that the arts com- arts community is developing in Hamden? Are you surprised at the way the neighbors have, have come out and support some of these
0: activities? Not, not really. Um, I think, um, you know, what I found um, is that, we have like so many great artists that are just right here in Hamden, right? So um I think there's been a lot of work um that's done by the town. So led by um Karen Bivens in the arts and culture um department. Um, a lot of work done by the arts commissioner, de Howard and her team. Um and then they're just they're just organic spaces. Like I know I believe um Best Video, they've been doing great work. So I I feel like art has been here. Um, it's just, we just need to increase more space, amplify it, lift it up. Um, and I think the more we put it out there, people are looking for it. They're welcoming it. I know there's been an surge of people that came from New York city and, you know, they're looking for culture. They want, where are the arts? Like, where can I, you know, where can I go and and be lifted and moved and transported? Where are the arts? So, um, I believe we are answering that call and I just look for all the opportunities that will continue to, you know, increase and improve that. Um, because I like, you know, I always say we, well, we share art. You know, it changes the world. Like it is, it is the the thing. I, you know, I believe, um, you know, art just gives us a a, a great way of responding, um, accepting, moving through through the world. So I think the more we have it, the better everybody is. So.
1: I, I, I I I think you're
0: right. Go ahead. Yeah. I, and even if you come into my office, you know, come to the town clerk's office. Listen, I can't help it. It's it's me and me. You come in, I have a big mural um on my window, on our window, <laughs> the team's window. Um, and it has like, you know, a butterfly and flowers. And you know, we move through seasons. And the intent is so when people walk into the space, it feels welcoming. Um, and it just does the thing that art can do for people. And that's even in our office.
1: Um, hmm. uh, Mayor, I want to go back to crime because. I know that people people experience crime and then they hear crime and they're not always the same thing, right? And 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 you can have people amp up a crime situation that does not exist but instills fear in people. You know, I see it all the time where, you know, other people will say, Oh, crime, crime, crime. And and then everybody else like, well, yeah, 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 crime. That's a that's a problem, but they can't really You know, when you lay out the truth to them, it's like, well, you know, violent crime is not up and this is not up. And, you know, yeah, we're we're in the middle of, you know, uh, uh, other cities and towns are having these same things. Yes. Property damage, that kind of thing. But but uh, for the most part, we're safe. How, How do you talk to me about what what crime actually looks like in
2: Hamden? Sure. So when anyone experiences crime, um, that can be a a very visceral um, feeling. And um, I'm not here to tell anyone um, how they should feel about the crime that they experience. Um, I communicate with a lot of people who have been um, victims of homicide. Uh, Their families have been um, impacted by that. Um, And So what I can look at are some statistics. So last year we had five homicides in Hamden. and this year, in November, we're at one, which I think is fantastic. Um, The the one uh, homicide that we had was, um, it looks like it's justified, a, a justifiable homicide. And so I think that we are in a much better place Um, in terms of our homicides, we've definitely still had shootings and I'm sure those can be very scary because, um, what tends to happen is that, you know, bullets are just flying in all different directions. Um, there's, you know, it's, it's just kind of, um, indiscriminately shooting. Um, and so there've been homes that have been hit, um, and cars that have been hit. Um, and that's, I'm sure, incredibly scary um, being right there. Um, but what we we also see is um, people talking about crime so frequently that it feels to people like it's happening more frequently than it really is. And so when I get emails from people about crime, I, I always, um, You know, talk to them about wanting them to feel safe in their neighborhood. But I also share the the statistics that are put out by the police department, so that they can see what what the actual um, crime statistics look like. Um, And again, the statistics that we see in Hamden, very closely um, look like the statistics that we see throughout the entire state of Connecticut, um, through in much better than what it looks like in the country um and so while crime does exist um it you know it we're going to see it ebb and flow um, to uh, respond to the economy, to respond to, you know, the pandemic as it did. Um, And so, you know, we want to make sure that we are there for our citizens um, and that the police department responds to the citizens. Um, But it's, it's something that is uh, really difficult to address without big things like a community center for kids to go to without big things like, um, a gymnasium that's available for kids, you know, after school. So we're, we're doing what we can working with a lot of partners in town, like, um, Connecticut violence intervention and prevention. Um, we work with, we are the village. We work with, um, Our Juvenile Review Board, we we have so many different partners in town to make sure that we are addressing um, the different ways that um, violence springs up, sometimes through um, uh, people in Kind of these conflicts that tend to go on, um, and where people are um, getting revenge, and so um, that's where CTVIP comes into play um, to prevent, you know, this this revenge from happening, um, in spanning weeks and months, um, but also making sure that kids have positive role models, positive things to do um, after school, so. There are a lot of different um, community resources and stakeholders that we are definitely working with, um, so that we can address crime um, wherever it happens. Mm.
1: That's good. That's a good. I it, I I think um, uh, as a mayor, uh, you're always on the front line to talk about a couple of things: crime, education, economic <laughs> development, and 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 you know, quality of life. Quality of life. What. I mean, both of you t- talk to me about the quality of life in Hamden. How does it how, how does it uh how does it look now that you've had this uh uh this term you've had a a full term uh what what does quality of life look like now in Hamden and and if I'm a resident of Hamden um a- am I feeling good about my town am I am I anxious about my town what 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 would you like residents to
2: feel? So I think quality of life, um, really depends on a few things are the services around you improving your life and do you feel connected to your community? And so we've done a lot of work in both places, making sure that our cultural events, um, really tie into the diversity of our community, but also, um, the uh, services that our public works are providing, that our police and fire are providing. Um, We have really great employees in the town of Hamden who care deeply about the work that they do, take a lot of pride in their work. Um, And so we are making sure that the town gets cleaned up that, um, you know, when, when we get calls about litter, um, we send a crew out immediately. Um, we have, um, a lot of street paving, like I said, and sidewalks getting repaired. We're trying to make sure that people take pride in their community and that we are doing the work of, um, maintaining our town.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think what I would, I would add is, um, you know, when I first um, you know, started, again, um, two years ago, um, coming on the tail end of my first term, um, what I heard a lot when we were working on um, a transition plan, when you heard from the community, it was a lot of, tra- it was about transparency and accountability, um, making sure that they understood, you know, demystifying government, right, demystifying local government. And um, what I can say is, you know, because it's it's interesting, I'm an elected official, but I work for the town. Right. So it's not, not I'm, I'm elected and work for the town. So I'm in the building. Um, I'm in the space. And I can say when, you know, I first um, took on the position, um, we didn't have some of like the basic things that you need. Um, The investments just weren't there, like in terms of technology, like having the infrastructure to build and start to create ways to engage with the community better. Um, For a perfect example, um, technology in terms of online, being able to, so today, when you think about the town clerk's office, um, when you want to get, join a board's commission, or you want to be a clerk, you would have to send that information in the mail or send it via email or drop by the office or it just wasn't easy um since then because we've made these changes and put you know we've um our 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 microsoft words and you know i'm not gonna say all the right words but all that stuff is better right we've improved that we've made those investments and because you've made those investments now people can go online they can submit this information online so if you want to be a part of the boards and commission you don't necessarily have to go that route that application is online now if you want to be a clerk and you want to partner and be a part of this team you can go online and you can do that so what that does is, is so it's it's laying the foundation. And if, you know, allowed to keep going, my intent is to make it so we demystify all that. All that information is online, right? We just, um, we're going after like things like um, FOIA software so that when people want to submit FOIA requests, that information's online. It's available to residents. So it allows for people to engage, right? So it's not this thing over there, like this is local government outside of me, but it becomes more community. So um, I'm starting to see that, you know, well, it's been happening. So I'm just excited for where it's going to go. We're not there yet. Like, I, I believe we're making all the right steps to get there. And so I just want to see us to continue to move down that path.
1: And that, that, you know what, that sets me up for my next question. So if, 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 if you are both elected to, to your, your uh, sitting jobs, current jobs, uh, what, what is the vision moving forward? What do you, What's what's the what's the big picture like? What are you thinking? What what will you work on? What's the priority? That's that's really what I want to say.
2: Yeah. So um, we've gotten, like I said, 30 million dollars in grants and It takes time for, um, you know, we apply for the grant, it's awarded, and then we have to submit a ton of documentation um, to the state of Connecticut so that um, the money gets released. And so we're finally at a point where we've done our RFPs and we are going to be able to start those projects. And so I am so excited to actually put shovels in the ground and get to work um, spending that money um, (laughs) that that we um, are so grateful from the state of Connecticut. Um, But it's it's going to be a lot of work to um, see these projects through. So um, I'm excited for that. Um, We have the money from ARPA, the um, COVID recovery money, and we have the the council put together the budget for that, and it's a lot of different um, pots of money uh, um, for us to address some homelessness, um, youth mentorship, um, the um, foundations and new hall. Um, there is just a lot of, there, there are a lot of different programs that we have to get up and running so that we can spend down that ARPA money as well. So um, it's it's a lot of project management that is going to be going on for the next uh, couple of years and continued financial health. Um, and so, you know, that looks like making sure we have honest budgets, um, that we are staying within uh, the, the spending that's allowed for each of our departments. Um that we're continuing to find ways to save money going out to bid on different vendors. Um, so I, I would say that over the next two years, it's, it's a lot of, um, you know, financial improvement and project management.
1: Hmm. Okay. So, so, uh, it sounds like, uh, Hamden is on the move. Uh, and, 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 and we, we are all excited by that. So what is the best part of the job for both of you? Like when you get up in the morning you're like, Gosh, I'm so glad to be the town clerk because I'm so glad to be the mayor because.
0: <laughs> so for me, um, I, I have a great team. Like I do. I'm 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 not just saying it, a really great team experience. We had some retirements. Um, we've been able to be fully staffed, which is really great. I'm excited about that. Um and and that's what who I, I love engaging with the people. I mean, from the phone calls I receive, from the people who walk in the door. Um, To me, that's it. Um, For example, um, I tell a a brief story about a a person who came, um, who who stopped by the office. Probably like my year one, maybe a few months in. uh, He was an individual who was in a wheelchair, and um, he had, you know, had to come in and do some work. And um, at the time, I said at the time because we are changing, we didn't have ability to take credit cards in the office. So what we would need to do is. he needed to go upstairs to the ATM to grab, you know, to get money. And so what would happen is, is he would, because he was in a wheelchair, he could get into the building. But when you get down to the the town clerk is down in the basement. So we had to kind of navigate, open up the door, get him back up, get to the elevator so that he get to the ATM. So it just wasn't easy. Right. So I remember him coming back down and he was like, you guys need to fix this. And I was like, you know what? You're right. He was like, and I believe you're the person that's going to get it done. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. We're going to get this done. So what we did is we put an ADA compliant door. So now when um, anyone who comes in and I see um, parents with the strollers and, you know, all, all different types of things, people might be walking in just having, you know, challenges, you know mobile challenges, what have you. They can press that ADA, that, that door, that push door, and they're able to get in and out with ease. And so something something like that, that seems really simple and small was, was was big. And so that's the stuff. I just love hearing the feedback. I'm a problem solver. That's who I've, who I've always been as a project manager and a process improvement person. So I'm always looking for ways to improve, always looking for ways to make things better. I don't ever believe we arrive, right? There's always different transformations and things that you can do to improve on. So for me, more of that, That's the best part for for me, and it's just engaging in people and always looking for ways and systems, um, ways that we can improve systems, processes, and our interactions with people, because it's all about community for me. That's why I'm here.
2: Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. I love it when I'm able to help someone um, and improve their life. Um, And I love it when our departments work together and problem solve together. We find so many um, solutions when we have um, different departments working together. So frequently, we see engineering work with planning and zoning and um, economic development and public works. So One of the examples that I really love giving is what we highlighted last week, our rain garden in town center park. So our engineering department, um, designed all of the um, rain garden, public works and parks, did the work, it was funded through a grant from um, DEEP and Save the Sound. And we had community coming together to help do the plantings. Um, The the project hit a little snag halfway through where um, as they were digging, they found a lot of knotweed, which is a weed and an invasive species. And it had to get handpicked out of this huge area. Um, The rain garden is the largest municipal rain garden in the state of Connecticut. And there was a lot of knotweed. So we had awesome community members coming through and just handpicking out that junk. And, um, And so it took us a year Uh, to build the rain garden but it's a beautiful addition to town center park it's an important infrastructure improvement it cleans our water Um, it makes sure that the water you know is diverted and slows down rather than um, having a a flooding effect um, downstream so it's a fantastic project that I really like to highlight that shows how we all work together um, to improve our town
1: Oh, I love that. Now I got to go see this. Like now, <laughs> I don't even live in Hamden, but now I want to see it. Because these are the these are the quality of life things that I think people, I think you said it, Karima, when people move into town, you know, they want to know what's available to them outside of just going to work, right? Like, how is the town supporting my needs? You know, where can I put my kid in dance and ballet? And, you know, do I have to travel far to to, you know, to get a good steak. You know what I mean? Like, how, how do I, how do I live in, in Hampton and still, you know, um, um, feel like I'm getting arts and culture and, 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 a, and a way of life that, uh, you know, uh, that, that makes, uh, living worthwhile. So I, I like that. So, so, so you're out there knocking on doors. Uh, I'm sure you're going to be doing a little bit more today because tomorrow's the election, and you'll be at the polls all day. what What do you want people to know in these last moments for voting and 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 the importance of voting?
2: I want people to know that we have an incredible, hardworking democratic team who has amazing partnerships with the state of Connecticut. And it is just so important for us to get reelected. We can keep the money flowing into Hamden, which, you know, it takes relationships and trust in order for our um, our state senators, state reps to um, work to get this money. And we want to make sure that um, we keep this team in place so that we can continue the good work in Hamden. Mm-hmm.
0: And I would just add, yes, so we want to... Um... Just continue to do the work. Um, what I do love about this team is um, there's diversity in thought, right? Like um, I don't believe in uh, you know, just saying, okay, you know, everybody believes in addressing an issue the same way. I believe that when you have diversity of thought, diversity um, with the same values, you get to great solutions. And so I feel like this team is on a path um, to make sure that we are serving all of Hamden. Um, serving, um, you know, and providing resources to all of Hamden. And so I believe, um, you know, that, you know, vote row A Hamden Democrats, you see it right there on the screen. (laughs) It's a great team. These are your at-large candidates. Um, So I will just quickly say um, for the Hamden um, team, you have Sean Cardwell in the first district, Jerron Austin in the second, Abdul Osmanu in the third, Sarah Gallagher in the fourth, Rhonda Caldwell in the fifth, Paula Irving in the sixth, Adrian Weber in the seventh, Ted Stevens in the eighth, Barbara Gorham Walker in the ninth. Your at-large candidates are Katie Kiley, Tasha Hunt, Dominique Baez, Lori Sweet, your Board of Ed, Peter Downhower, Greta Johnson, and Chris Piscatelli, and of course myself and Mayor Lauren Garrett.
1: I love it. So uh, do y'all have any burning questions for uh charter or anything? Do you have any questions on the ballot this year or are we just voting? However way we're voting.
0: No yeah, questions. We did that last year. <laughs> we, um we had a, some big charter changes um, last year. So this year is get out to vote and vote real
1: Okay. All right. So, so you've been out there, you've seen people, um, you're hearing from people and I, I imagine people are pretty, uh, uh hype for election in Hamden. What's your voter turnout like in Hamden
2: normally? We do pretty well. Um so during municipal elections it's usually um 35 to 40% turnout and even better for state and national elections. Um Hamden has really taken on um put, turning out democrats. Um, and so, while we see um, some of our bigger cities really struggle with voter turnout, Hamden has stepped up to make sure that Democrats are getting elected throughout the state, and um, and it's it's fantastic. It gives us um, a little bit more clout, I think, um, when we have you know the governor, lieutenant governor come in. Um, we had uh, Rosa DeLauro, our congresswoman, come in over the weekend with. Um, with our Lieutenant Governor Susan Bisowitz. So we're happy to see all of all of these folks come to, to Hamden so that um we can energize some voters. Well, I
1: think women attract women. <laughs> well, Democrat <laughs> women true. attract Democratic women. Uh mm-hmm. and I and I think this is a good time for women to sort of be out there um uh on the on the campaign trail. Uh I I do think uh, uh Um, it's a great test a great testament to women leadership uh, when you have women in in leadership Um, and I think uh, actually things get done (laughs) I'm biased but I think things get done under under women leadership y'all not saying that I'm saying that so I just want I want people to know that when women when women run when women lead when women run they win when women lead uh, everybody's life is better it's like a rising tide all the boats uh, rise. So, you know, uh, well, I'm, I'm excited for y'all tomorrow. And, uh, um, tomorrow night, um, uh, um, WNHH radio will be, uh, uh, on air for election. Like we do every election. And, uh, and I'm sure we'll hear from somebody in Hampton about, uh, what the polls say and who wins And Okay. So where's the party I, That's really what I want to know. Where's the, <laughs> where am I, where am I showing up at tomorrow night? <laughs> You're coming to my house. I'm coming to your house. <laughs> all, all of Hampton is coming to your house, so <laughs> that sounds good. So you have a long day. Do you get? Do you get to the polls? Do y'all, are you the first ones to vote tomorrow? Do you get there at six a.m.? Are you the first one?
2: So, um, my daughter doesn't wake up at six a.m. and she's eighteen, <laughs> so
1: oh! I, I'm going to vote with my daughter. Okay, that's wonderful. I used to vote with my children too. I mean, well, I used to bring them. And I yeah. voted with them. I think the last few years, now that they're of age to vote, so that's a that's a nice full circle moment. I think. Yep. You know, so yep.
0: right. I'll, be 6, I'll be there at six a. I'll be there at six a.m. because you know I'll then I'll be wearing. So today I'm here talking as a candidate. Um, tomorrow I'll be in the office as the town clerk. So I just <laughs> want to make sure people are clear on the distinction. Um, and so I'll vote first, and then i'll I'll be working all day to make sure we're good in terms of all of the duties of the town clerk in elections
1: okay all right well good luck in your races tomorrow i don't know who you're thank running you. against um but i just wanted to talk to uh to y'all and uh um uh, i'm gonna be chairing and uh good luck tomorrow and high five i i think hamden is 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 looking pretty damn good these days seriously pretty thank damn you. good thank so you.
0: all right thank, thank you all for all the now. time Thank Thank
1: you Beth. Thank you, Carrie. All right. All right, everybody. Go vote. Vote, vote, vote. I don't care who you vote for. I'm a Democrat. I would prefer you to vote Democrat, a Democrat. But whatever you are, go on, exercise your right to vote. It's important. So, uh, and this process is important. And democracy is the cornerstone of what we do in this country. So let's go. Thank you all. I'll see you all tomorrow. All right, vote. (laughs) Thank you, you, Gabby. Thank you, Harry. Thank you. Thank you, Harry.